The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus came to Capernaum with his followers, and on the Sabbath he entered the synagogue and taught. The people were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. In their synagogue was a man with an unclean spirit. He cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him and said, Quiet, come out of him. The unclean spirit convulsed him and with a loud cry came out of him. All were amazed and asked one another, What is this, a new teaching with authority? He commands even the unclean spirits and they obey him. His fame spread everywhere throughout the whole region of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. Yeah, great. Uh, I mean, this, this signs are all around us. We're, we're back in uh, ordinary time. And uh, the first thing that we'll probably notice about ordinary time, not, not how desolate the sanctuary is, okay? No, no, I know, yeah, okay. We have some work to do up here. Not, not how desolate the sanctuary is. Um, not how good I look in green, um, but, how, uh, <laughs> but how extraordinary ordinary time is. Right? I mean, this, the, the passage that we get from the Gospel of, of Mark, and it's a shame because, you know, some of the, some of the wor- words are, are left out. There's a sense of, like, immediately this happened, immediately, and then this happened immediately, and you have it th- kind of littered through the passage. It's like, whoa, all of it, this rush is coming on you. Like, all of a sudden, right, there's a man appearing in the synagogue, right? That, this is the experience we're supposed to have to make our way through through the passage, it, this, this feels anything but ordinary, I mean, uh, at least to me, but this, is, <laughs> this feels anything but ordinary. And, but, but it is ordinary, it's, it's um, the extraordinary ordinary, right, because God is on the move, God is on the move. And it's like, okay, so then immediately this, immediately this, immediately this, and you're like, okay, okay. Yeah, so t- take a breath, right, like let's, uh, let's uh, slow it down, I want to receive I want to receive what God has to offer. Uh, I'm not sure that I'm ready to receive it immediately, 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 right? The, the, the action of the scene uh, progressing really that quickly. We see how quickly Jesus' fame is uh, spread abroad, right? How quickly people come to know of him. Well, of course, you know, if, if someone were healing, even today, right? If someone, if somebody had the cure, like to heal the common cold or something, right, then we would all be like desperate to, to, to go and get that guy, right? I want to touch that guy. I want to get, I want to get healing strength and power from, from that guy, okay? So we know why his, his fame spreads far and wide, and in, a, in an age, of course, before developed medicine, right? It's like he, he's doing uh, things to liberate people from their plight. And of course, yeah, here, the, the, the demons, the dark forces that, that are behind all the all the, um, say, disfiguring effects um, that, that we see uh, that, uh, that keep humanity, say, uh, enslaved. Um, but even, it was, as we'll see in, in the next little passage, right, Pete, uh, Peter's mother-in-law is sick. Jesus is going to just go, he's going to heal her, okay? But there's more than that. It's not simply that he's, uh, you know, one-man medical missionary, right? It's, it's not as though he's, you know, he's simply bringing physical healing restoration uh, to life where he is. The, the, the healings themselves, the work, the casting out of demons is, is itself proclamation of the kingdom of God. It's, it's itself proclamation 
of, of his kingship, the fact that a new reality is coming to bear, which is why, the, which is, you know, at least in part, yeah, this is the beginning of Mark's gospel. It's why it's at the beginning of Mark's gospel. It's why it's the beginning of our celebration of, of ordinary time, the, the extraordinary ordinary. It's because, yes, God is on the move. The kingdom of God is, is advancing, and we're all being summoned into its action, first as recipients of, of the healing grace and strength that, that Jesus is providing, and then second as its, as its messengers, that we spread you know, Jesus' fame abroad, but we do it as you know, renewed human beings about the work of renewal, continuing the, the mission and the ministry of Christ Jesus and proclaiming his kingship, his kingship, his, his um, sovereignty over even the dark powers, right, but also every, over every corner of creation, such that the dark powers will be defeated, but that, that the world will come to its uh, proper uh, uh, fruitful life and living. And, and here we see there's, say, like a little bit buried in, in, in the passage that, that I'll make um, my last point here, is that Jesus here is walking right into it. He is going to take on the burden he is going to suffer for the advancing of God's purposes. Yes, so here we had the demons shrieking at him. We know that the demons shrieking at him on the cross, where he defeats them firmly and finally. That they might, they might shriek now, but no longer with the power that they had, because Jesus has broken the power. Right here we see human lives kind of littering the, the countryside, as it were, right? They've uh, gone awry and, and people gone astray and the rest. He's come in order to give us back the heart of worship that we're always intended to have, right? That having hearts focused, hearts and lives focused on, on the true and living God, we could be the renewed people about the work of restoration, right? Playing the role that, that God always intended us to play. He's the one who's going to bear the burden of that. Yeah, he's the one who's, and this is, okay, let me say then, um, this, is, this is simply what love does. Yeah, love is at least willing to bear the burden. Love is at least willing to suffer. When we, when we, find, when we get our share in, you know, the, the burden and the suffering, good for us. is the opportunity to purify our love, to make sure that our love is, is strong, and for us to become witnesses of love in a way that's yet more tangible than, than the simple kind of well-wishing that really everybody's capable of, right? Want to know the real strength of love, and want to know the real strength of God's love, then we're likely to see it in, in what love is willing to suffer for the other. So just as Jesus is entering that, right, with, without hesitation, without reservation, uh, so now he's given us the strength, the, the healing, he's given us the heart of worship that we need in order to do likewise, to pour ourselves out in God's service for the good of the other, no matter what it's going to cost us.